what I really like about this show is like how how it really builds on Loki because obviously all we've kind of seen from him is just like a you know just a general kind of bad guy but we've never really dove into who he is or any of that and to try and get like a bit because because everyone loves Loki yeah um everyone always has and probably always will and um to finally kind of dive into like who he, who this version of Loki is the Loki's um, dad didn't love him yeah <laughs> It's just, that it's, was a bit rough. Fucking hell. <laughs> Keep it light. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another installment of the Film In podcast, where this week we are burdened with glorious purpose as we oh. are going to break down the entire first season of the Loki TV show that's been airing on Disney Plus for the last six weeks. Um, thank you, Alex. <laughs> For the message, say good one. Um, Honestly, I wish that your audio wasn't recording just because of how awkward that was. <laughs> God damn it. Right. Um, with me, as always, my trusty sidekick, it's Mr. Uh, David French, my trusty co host. Sorry, I don't know why I said sidekick. How are you doing? Say, David? I'm, not the, I'm not the Robin to your Batman. Fuck you. We're both Bat people. Bat people. Great. We're Batman. We're Batman. 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 Great. Batman. Z- Xander and David Batman. Xander and the Batman. Um, and with us, uh, joining us once again, is Mr. James O'Malley, our producer. How are you doing, James? I am doing amazing because we are talking about Loki today and I am so happy about so, it. So, a quick, so happy. A quick little peek behind the curtain here. James was meant to be here last week to talk about Black Widow. And then I went on message oh. him to say, so are you coming on today? He was like, Nah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm Tom Cruise's hair. Do you do you want like the, the the quickest review in the world from me from Black Widow? Sure. It Great was review. Shit. There we go. <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. Um, I mean, it wasn't terrible, but it had it was very unlikable. Fair, 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 fair. Um, joining us once again as well. Um, it's Mr. Alex Woods all the way from Flat Moon. How are you doing, Alex? Um, I'm, I'm doing all right. Um, I'm also going to give a one-line review of Black Widow. Too little, too late. Yes. Yes. Perfect. But, but it just was, it was entertaining. Like, while yeah, it passes the time. Alex, yeah. I have a serious question for you. Yes, I did. How flat is the moon? Oh. Um, shit, Paper thin? Like, is it has it got some edges to it, or is it like completely com- full on flat? Has it, or has it got is like it, little bumpy? Is it as, fun, is fun it as flat? Is it as flat as a cheese slice? Is it as flat? It's flat. flat. It has flat surfaces, right? But it's not like two D. It's not like a wafer thin. Moon. Oh, so it's like a Minecraft moon then? Not like it's a like wafer thin. Is it a cuboid? I was no, going to no, say, no. like, I like the, the, the I heard that the moon isn't even a circle. It's more of like a, a floating oblong, like a rhombus. No, no, no. See, see, it's you are you are kind of correct. It's just the angle that we see it. it um, it's only a circle when we see it on Earth. But what we can't see is behind the moon. There is a giant point. Uh, just, 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 just. So the, yeah, the so, moon's pointy. So flat. really, really, it's a cone. It's a giant traffic cone in space. Wait, does that mean that the white bear that we see on the moon is ice cream? So this week we're talking about Loki. Um, <laughs> but, but before we do that, David has some news for us, don't you, David? Please, God, save yeah, this other, show. Other than the moon being flat and made of cheese. Um, or ice cream. 
or ice cream, possibly. We never know. Well, there well, might be well, a giant well, edible cone up there, and it might taste like only chocolate. dairy products, yeah. Yeah. Well, but, but the dairy is so intolerant. You're not going to space. Um, what's the news, David? Like <laughs> so we've recently learned that Matt Shackman is going to be directing Paramount's next Star Trek film. Yeah, um, I don't know if it's going to be like a part of the reboot trilogy that J.J. Abrams helmed. It is. Um, it is. It's, it's going to be. It's going to oh, carry nice. on. The it's going to carry on with the cast that um, Chris Pine sort of yeah, cast. Yeah, I really liked that trilogy. I've never watched any other Star Trek stuff, so like. Fuck me, am I right? Yeah. But I enjoyed that. You're missing out, bro. There's I, some I good Star Trek it. stuff. There's some good old Star I know there's some good Star Trek stuff. I just can't be asked watching 700 episodes. It's like trying to get into a good anime when people tell me that there's like, it really gets good around about episode 400. I don't want to watch 400 episodes or something to, for it to get good. Fair enough. But um, but yeah, that's that, that's good. I, I like that trilogy. I'm more excited for Quentin Tarantino's pitched um, Star Trek film that's Pulp Fiction in Space. Or if you a, believe um, Simon Pegg, it's not Pulp Fiction in Space. I have a feeling that that's not going to happen. I really hope it does. Um, um, I haven't seen Star Trek Beyond. You know, the, the most recent one in that trilogy? Yeah. But yeah. I remember in 2016 when it came out, it was one of my most anticipated films. And I've only just realised, like, now that I never saw it. <laughs> it's a good movie. It's a and good film. five years later. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I'm going to have to watch it because it, it I remember just... it coming out and people being like, it's actually really good because everyone shat on um, Star Trek Into Darkness, but I thought it was great. Into Darkness is oh, really Into Darkness good. Is incredible. Yeah, Into Darkness yeah, yeah, is I really think. good. And then um, Star Trek Beyond, the, tra the trailers for Star Trek Beyond weren't that great. And then the movie came out and it was like, wow, this is actually good. And then no well, one you it. it had sabotage in the trailer. I know, but it was just, it just playing. didn't. Massage was a great moment in that look, film as well. It just didn't, like, a lot of people were saying, like, it doesn't it doesn't look, like, Star Trek-y enough and stuff like that. It was oh. Justin Lin who'd done Fast and Furious coming direct. Yeah. It. So it, it, it was like, quite an accurate trailer, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Um, uh, yeah, but overall, that film was good. That, uh, yeah, that film was really good, but it just made, like, barely any money. So, yeah, here we are. Idris Elba as, as the villain. It does have Idris Elba as the villain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Idris Elba should be I'm a in. villain more often. I'm gonna watch it. He's great in Hobbs and Shaw. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> so, we finally had Deadpool's introduction into the MCU in we the did. weirdest fucking way possible. But yeah. also the most Deadpool and Ryan Reynolds way. So, a video of Deadpool and Korg together in a room reacting to Ryan Reynolds' new movie, Free Guy. Like, the trailer for it. Mm -hmm. Honestly, that's the the best way to introduce Deadpool because we get one the somehow the MCU favorites of like the lesser known like not lesser known characters but like the less important characters we also get Taika Waititi and Ram Reynolds which we get that in um, Free Guy I believe yeah mm -hmm. yep and in Green so, Lantern like, we, and in Green Lantern unfortunately um and so we finally get those two together in something good <laughs> reacting to something that might be good and it's also Deadpool's introduction into the MCU. It's perfect. I loved it. It was I, really funny. And I I'm can't really happy believe the amount of money that must have gone into making that because, like, Korg looks decent in this because obviously it's just an advert. Yeah. yeah. But, like, Korg looks Korg, really good for an advert. Korg looks decent. And the fact that, like, is that, like Deadpool's eyes are moving as well. Like, yeah. what, what kind of money went into this advert, like, that hasn't even gone on the Marvel Entertainment YouTube channel? Disney. Um, Honestly. 
Disney. Yeah, it's, it's just like, on Ryan Reynolds, isn't it? Yeah, that nah, that's hundred percent just Ryan Reynolds funding that entire thing from Mint Mobile and like the football team he's just bought. Do you think? I reckon that's that's what he's done. I reckon like they they offered him Korg and he's just like, right, I'm just gonna put all my all of my money into this because this is fun. This is the yeah, most well, Ryan Reynolds yeah. thing I can think of. I I suppose so, like that. Yeah. It, it, it was I thought it was I didn't think Korg sounded right doing it, but I suppose it sounded like Taika Waititi was just having an off day when he was doing it. But yeah, other other than that, like I think it was quite good. Like, I think I, it's I, I enjoyed the that. Perfect way. I want more Deadpool reacts. I really, really yeah. do. I think they're making it a YouTube channel, aren't they? No, there's no. I hope so. I hope they so. Do trailers. I hope he doesn't. Yeah. Fact, no, Deadpool film commentary would be amazing. That would be that funny. Would be quite if, funny they, yeah. if they had somebody else from the MCU as well. Does Just he like, have his own on the Deadpool DVDs? Do any, Xander, you probably got it on Blu-ray. Does he do a Deadpool commentary and character on that? Um, I haven't watched the commentary, but I think oh, I think okay. if he did, we'd know about it. That's true. Yeah, I'm gonna they Google that right now. Deadpool. Uh, I mean, that's that's a lot of work. Like, like no, keeping there's, that up no, there's no Deadpool commentary. Some for some oh, reason. That's really sad. Well, that should be a thing in Deadpool Three. Yeah. Maybe. Right. Um, um, so next uh, bits of news. Um, Pixar's latest film, uh, the new one, Turning Red, got a teaser trailer. It's coming out in um, spring next year. Yeah. And it seems to be like taking a storyline of over- overbearing parents, for one, um, which like Pixar are very good when it comes to um, dealing with like family issues and stuff like that. Um, recently in Luca, they dealt with um, that kind of thing as well. And they seem to be going more along with that. Um, but the twist is the character turns into a giant red cuddly panda bear creature thing that's adorable when they get really stressed out. Yeah. So it's Hulk, but if Hulk was adorable and had overbearing parents. Yeah, this uh, this trailer's really cute. I like it. It's adorable. Yeah. I really, really liked it. Um, there, there are certain... Um metaphors you can take from from the idea that this movie's pointed out there i i'm i'm, I'm not going to go into them right now but you know it, it, i think this could be a really good movie on the on the on the side of like on like a level of inside out yeah you, you try to hint that there may be some franz kafka level like metamorphosis stuff going on in this film you know franz kafka no no, no. <laughs> no like, so he's just like an a playwright who's like really old and he wrote a um, I think he, I think he, he wrote the book, I think, and then Brecht, uh, Bert or Brecht wrote the play. Here's a bit of drama information for you. Um, and uh, he made a film, a uh, play about a boy who wakes up as a dung beetle, and it was yeah, all yeah, 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 yeah. Big metaphor for like depression and anxiety and shit. And uh, so it might be that. That might be what they're going for. No, my my, my my idea was just periods. Because she's coming of age and then she's turning red. Wow. Fuck sakes. Wow. Wow. Anyway, so Disney also released. How does no one else see this? How does no one else see the comparison there? Because there is no comparison. What do you mean? Let's move on, shall we? You've you've drawn. That's like saying, "Here's a block of cheese, and here's a cone, and there's now you've got the moon." (laughs) 
fuck's sake. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. um, And the final bit of news is um, Disney released another trailer for a a movie that's coming out this year in spring called Encanto. Um, It's a Lin-Manuel Miranda music and um, Colombian adventure, apparently. Um, it looks really, really cute. The music seems really good. It's like the trailer has the house being uh, making the music, so the floorboards rising and the people dropping pianos and shit. Um, and it seems to be like looking pretty good so far. It kind of feels like it might be ripping off um, Coco a little bit, but we'll see when it comes out. Yeah, we will. Ah, oh, it's got Stephanie Beatrice in it. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Mint. I'm Ben Stiller. Ugh. Oh. Hey, do you not love a bit of the, the still dog? I only... The, the hey, still are here. I, I, I family guy with his Dumbo. I, I, like, I, I like Ben Stiller in villainous roles, and he's only done, like, two of them. Three, maybe, if you count extras. Because, what do you mean? Because as a hero, he just comes across as a bit sniffly and, and mousy, and I'm like, I don't like you, dude. But then yeah, but that's why he's the best in Tropic Thunder. But then <laughs> if you watch him in um yeah, I like it, he's good in Tropic Thunder. Uh, but if you watch him in Dodgeball. Oh god. Dodgeball's fuck he's so funny in that. He's, he's a the, rival coach. Yeah, no, yeah, 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 he is, yeah. Yeah. White Goodman. W H I T I've not seen him in the Royal Tenenbaums either, but apparently that is a great film with him in it. Um and he's and he's and his episode in Friends, his episode of Friends, he is so funny in that, just because he's an he absolute really douche. And it's so, yeah, he's so I like him as a villainous actor, but he just doesn't do it enough. So, um, my my yeah, that's my thoughts on Ben Stiller. Um, I like him in um, what's it called? Fucking ah, oh, Nat Museum. Oh, I enjoy. I've got a lot of the Don't you dare slander. Night the Museum, a good name. <laughs> it's great. It's got Owen Wilson as a little cowboy. of kids' films has ever been made. It, it, it's it, actually got substance to it. It's got Owen Wilson as a little cowboy. What's the next yeah, bit of I'm, news? I'm That's all the news. I said that was the final bit of news. All oh, right, cool. Um, great. Thank you for the news, David, as always. You're welcome, Xander, as always. Right. So... There was a show that was that has been airing on Disney Plus for the past six weeks. Yesterday it ended. Let's do a talk about it. That was the worst intro you could have ever. Oh my god, that, that was horrible. Yes, thank you, thank you. Your your hate fills me with happiness. It, it really shouldn't. It really shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's not hate. That's disappointment. Where's uh, difference? Even, can you, can even you better. Not re record that and just when you put it in the actual podcast, put like really shit trumpet noises behind it. <laughs> even, <laughs> honestly, mate, having it be disappointing is even better because I was raised on disappointment. Jesus Christ. You mean the prequels? Yes. <sighs> right. Loki. We, we're going to talk. We're going to talk about a Loki. Um, we're going to do non-spoilers first, obviously, and then we're going to get into our spoiler section a little bit later on. There'll be time codes in the description so you can check out the, uh, you can skip ahead to like the Salmia movie later on. But first of all, initial thoughts. So, so Loki's coming out. 
What 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 did everyone what did everyone think? Um, David, I'll I, go to I you was... first. I really enjoyed Loki. This has been the best, um, like the best MCU show on Disney Plus yet. One hundred percent. This has been incredible. Yeah, yeah. That, I really, I really loved every episode. That was it. Great. There was a lot of fun stuff. There was a lot of little Easter eggs. There was um, a lot, like nice nod to the mythology um, of Loki, like in the actual Norse mythology, not just MCU canon as well, or Marvel comic canon even. Yeah. Does anyone else want to hop in? Yeah, I mean, I think in terms of world building, the 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 Loki has been the best series for world building in the MCU. I mean, I always like it when they go off Earth because I'm like, I know what Earths are. Um, yeah. They were there for like three phases of it, but so whenever there is big space stuff, it's always like, like that's great to see. Like Guardians of the Galaxy, that was a great change, and this is just like the next step, in my opinion. Yeah, a hundred percent. It's just like what watching it. The first episode, I was I was kind of um, I was intrigued. Second episode um, is for me where it started to pick up, and then from that point onwards, every single time the episode finished, obviously it's going to end, end on a cliffhanger. Every episode, um, it was it was one of those feelings where I just kind of scream at the TV, going, "No, you can't end it there," because <laughs> it, it's it was just one of those shows that left me like that every single time i watched it um for me my favorite episode was episode five um because of how insane it was <laughs> um yeah uh, it's it is by far the most insane tv show i've watched in a while i think that that and wandavision i think are probably tied for most mental shows i could probably ever watch anyone could ever watch and it's really, really surprising to see that, like, this is the kind of the future of TV and streaming, because it's just mind blowing TV. Basically, it's uh, there's no there's no other way of putting it to put uh, to put it shortly. I said that to Xander like maybe a year ago. I don't know if he remembers me saying it, but it was when like all of these TV shows were announced, and I just didn't shut up for about a month about how cinema was changing and it was all going towards like long form TV and how in the, in the way that we consume media today, um, especially over the past year, has been very like, I, I always thought that people wanted to tell these much longer stories and they were trying to squeeze it into like a two hour blockbuster film. But yeah. now that people are moving towards like six hour long miniseries, it's it, they've got such high budgets. Like the last episode of this, it looks amazing. Yeah, it and, does. Um, like in fact, the entire show looks amazing, but especially the last episode. Yeah, and, um, like it might as well have been film. Like they could have released it over six years as fucking <laughs> three really um, lackluster films. But <laughs> yeah, look, what I really like about this show is like how how it really builds on loki because obviously all we've kind of seen from him is just like a you know just a general kind of bad guy but we've never really dove into who he is or any of that and to try and get like a bit because because everyone loves loki yeah um everyone always has and probably always will and um to finally kind of 
dive into like who he, who this version of Loki is. The, Loki's um, dad didn't love him. Yeah. <laughs> It's just, that it's, was a bit rough. Fucking hell! <laughs> Keep it light. It, it, it's just really it, it's it's a good thing to see. I think just because he's been around for so long and like we only know we've only known so much about him, um, and to kind of like dive into it the way they have done is brilliant. And I really really want more of that from uh, from you know the, the the rest of the characters that they've got. And I re- I really want them to con- to continue with this as well. Because it's just amazing. I, I literally, like, I saw it yesterday and I still can't get over the ending of it. Obviously, I'm not going to go into it now, but yeah. I can't get over it. I mean, I'm kind of mind-blown a little bit. I was just jaw-dropped the entire way through. So, so before, when all these shows got announced, I was, I mean, WandaVision sounded pretty fun. Um, mm-hmm. I thought Falcon and Winter Soldier, it's just, I don't care. And this, I was also I like, I also just don't care. Like, I like Loki, but like, he's had his time and he's gone. Um, but then when the show started, the first episode, I was like, okay, I I like it. it. It's interesting. That second episode was so good because it was yeah. actual. Like, they sold this as a Loki time travel detective show, and the second yep. episode is a Loki time travel detective show. And I was like, yes, please. This is phenomenal. <laughs> like, he's he's using his brain. He, they're going to different places. They're working stuff out. It's a mystery. They And the show does change very quickly after that second episode, very quickly into something very different. And yeah. I like where the show went. I... There's a part of me that's like, oh, I would have, I would have also liked this, but I really like where it went. Um, as David said, this is the best show they've done so far, and this is yeah. to me, this is straight into my top ten of Marvel of the MCU. Oh, yeah. Anyway, they, bloody this, hell! Yeah, this is uh, this is really top tier stuff. It's just wild, wacky concepts that, like, you know, we won't go much in, in, into spoilers here, but like. Even like to be fair, even like the end of the first episode is a spoiler. Like they they kept so much of the, what this show was about under wraps, and I think it yeah. works really well for that. Um, and I think the season finale is mainly just a conversation. Yeah, and I like how simple that is. And also throughout the series, there's bits and pieces of action, but like you know the choreography. But you isn't, don't need it, do you? Yeah, the choreography isn't like amazing and it's like the action isn't entirely engaging and i'm like i don't really care whenever yeah. there is an action scene it was when i'd like do something like if, if i needed to like get up and get some water or something I'd yeah. just like leave. which is weird for a marvel film that is very very weird for a yeah. marvel film well like it was it was like the opposite of wandavision and then when you see so when you see um certain characters later on in the series uh they kind of like say like Loki should use more magic, right? Is that yeah. a spoiler? I don't know if that's a spoiler. Um, no, and I don't then, okay, good. Um, and it was kind of like, yeah, I want to see him use more magic. But then there was like these action scenes where they were just like swinging about knives, and I was like, oh, I'll go, you, you old Loki, not using <laughs> magic, just using swords like always. And Loki's a dagger and all of that. 
Seriously, it was fucking brilliant. I loved it. Just going back to what you said about those conversations, Amber. Yeah. So the lowest point for me is about halfway through the season where they go to a planet and it's kind of like... Oh, I know what you're on about. Yeah. 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 But there's a scene between between Loki and one of the other main characters and they just talk for like 10 minutes and it's actually like a 10 minute long conversation and they're just talking about like themselves and finding out about each other and then there's like points later on where they're having similar like in-depth conversations and i'm just like yes this is what i want to see i want to see people having interactions with other people in a way that makes them human yeah even though they're going to be like gods yeah exactly and i just really like that it was just it made them very like down to earth and relatable rather than but i've come with glorious purpose yeah, there's yeah. like that. That is that glorious purpose is the name of the first episode, and you sort of see the Loki that is at the, the at the end of Avengers. That's the version of the Loki we get. It's the version that's gone from Avengers Endgame. Um, so so we get that Loki who's like I'm burdened with glorious purpose, and you sort of see him towards the end of the season be like that line gets taken the piss out of quite a lot. To what towards the end of the season, which I find really interesting because it's like, yeah, like it's a ridiculous thing to say. Um, and it's like it reminded me of I know no one's watched it, but it reminded me of Zuko from Avatar: The Last Airbender, who just constantly bangs on about <laughs> he, needs to, he needs to find his honor in uh, the first season, <laughs> and then every the third season, piss out. Um. What what was everyone's favorite episode? We'll go with that. Oh, five. Ooh. Yeah, very much so. Five. It was so insane that the amount of Easter eggs that are in there. It's just all. It's just insane. I can't. I. I I'm not going to go into any of the Easter eggs right now because they're spoilery ish. Yeah. But um, I I love where they went with it and um. Yeah, I, 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 something else I, w- I wanted to like add on to something that Xander said about this being sold as a Loki detective show is that um, I remember in one of the trailers like they made this out as always kind of like going through time to try and like stop branch realities and stuff happening. Um, like for instance, m- maybe he's the reason he's like um, you know certain things in the world happens. Like for instance. Um, the DP Cooper sequence. Yeah. I thought that was going to be um, a case of Loki's got to do a mission or whatever he needs, but he's got to be, D- he's got to become DP Cooper. So someone has to, that's got to be somebody. So Loki takes up that role. Yeah. I thought that was where they were going to go with it. And it, they didn't do that. And I was like, oh, okay. That's not what I was expecting. I wonder what the fuck they're going to do. And then they did it. And it was just so much better than what I thought it was going to be. And, yeah, there's. I, I love that. I heard like I've I've seen it all over Twitter. People saying like this is basically what Doctor Who could be if it had a bigger budget. Mm. And it's yeah, like yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. Better writing. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Especially to the current series. Yeah. Um, oh, fucking Chibnall. Anyway. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I 100% agree. Like the, I can imagine this being a season of doctor who and it just being like the doc- the doctor being stranded in this agency and he has to work for them 
to get the Talis back or something like that'd be that'd be dope. Mm, it would. Yeah, but anyway, uh, best episode for me. I'd either say episode two or episode four. The episode. I agree with you about episode four. Episode four is my favorite. Episode four really switches up the whole show. Episode like, four is insane. It's yeah, completely. I, I, I just like seeing the characters try and like mm. react to all this new information that they're they've received. Because at the end of the how, I have I have a question. How much did you two scream when you watched episode four at the ending? Um, I'm I'm not sure which bit you're impli- you're you're alluding to. So we'll save that for the spoiler <laughs> section. Save that question. Okay. Well, I was just screaming like profusely for five minutes at the end, like like no. <laughs> 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 uh, David, did you have a favourite episode of this? Um, so yeah, episode five was absolutely fantastic. Um, we are there's so many little Easter eggs, so many like different bits and bobs here and there, and it was honestly, it was probably the best like in regards to character development as well for me. And that's the kind of stuff that I love, especially with Loki. I love Loki's character arc throughout the MCU timeline as we currently know it. Yeah. And um, it, it just kind of like builds on that more. And I really liked it. Cool, cool. Um, I want to say before we go to the spoiler section, like, you know, the supporting cast in this is fantastic as well. Google and Bother Raw is great. Owen as the, Wilson. As the head of the TVA. Owen Wilson's phenomenal. Um, Richard E. Grant has a special guest star in one of the episodes and he's perfect. We get we get another char- another actor, but I won't I won't talk about him. Uh, but we'll mention him in the in the spoiler section. But yeah, the uh, the supporting cast in this is really good. And also, uh, um, what's her name? What's her name? Uh, it's um, Sophia Dimitano, who plays the one of the leads. She's also really great in this. Um, does Does anyone have anything else to add before we go into the spoiler section? I don't believe so. No, not off the top of my head. Um, any anyone got any like out of ten? What are we giving this? Oh, okay. I'd give this a solid 8.5. I'm giving it a full-on like, solid 9. On averages per episode, I'd give it maybe an 8. I, I'm going I'm going full-blown 9 as well. Yeah. Fair enough. For this. So I think overall that's, what, 8.75? <coughs> something like that? Something like that, yeah. 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 That's solid. We'll round it up to a 9 for David. Uh, <laughs> yay, thank you. Doesn't have a seizure. Right um right that, there you go that's that's the the spoiler free version if you have not seen the show especially the finale because we are going to spoil the fuck out of that in a minute uh, if you have not seen the show then don't carry on listening skip ahead to the uh to the recommendation section later on but if you do want to hear spoilers for this uh, if you want to hear our thoughts then stay here as we go into the spoiler section and now James, are you doing your spoiler first? Oh, do you, oh do, you, do, you to, do you want me to do it? Okay. Fuck it, go Hang on. on. Why not? <laughs> Incredible. You only cut out a little bit as well. Okay. <laughs> spoilers. Spoilers. Welcome to the spoiler section, people. Um, so they totally just did a prime evil at the end of the series. Yeah. 
I wouldn't know. I haven't. I haven't ever seen Primeval. I don't know. Oh my god! The people who are listening to this who've watched Primeval are like, "Oh my god, they did do a Primeval." <laughs> um, uh, I've never watched Primeval either, but Xander explained the concept to me yesterday, so I wouldn't be in the dark now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm not forced. Yeah. At the, at, the, at the end of Prime, at the end of the first season of Primeval, he goes through an anomaly, kills a dinosaur in the past, and then when he comes back, he's in a completely different timeline where his girlfriend isn't there anymore. And he's like, "Well, fuck." Yeah. So did so they did a Back to the Future. No, they did a Primeval. Well, no, because it's like Back to the Future, isn't it? Because like they yeah, go back I in was, time. I they... can't remember what. Other no, thing mine's also happen. very Back to the Future as well. Yeah, you're right. Oh, it but very... it's a but it's a Primeval. They totally did a Primeval on us. But uh, surely Primeval. But surely Primeval did a Back to the Future. So therefore, if Loki's done a Primeval, they've also done a Back to the Future. You guys are no fun. <laughs> um, I'm only throwing logic down on you, Xander. Don't worry. Also, multiverse. Mm. Yes. Who wants to? I have been James dying James. to talk about the multiverse wants to talk for about so long. Oh my god. Okay. So, um, I was having a conversation with one of my housemates about this. He said um, he doesn't understand the idea of the fact that, like, they open the episode and they say there's already a multiverse, but the TVA has kind of, you know, they've been cutting all the branches to the other realities and stuff. So the way I kind of see it is that the multiverse is a thing, but the timeline is... So, for instance, you know, um, obviously we're doing this podcast now. Say I texted Xander a couple minutes before the show and said, hey, I'm not going to do it today. That's going to create a branch reality into a universe where I don't do the show today. Um, in which case, the TVA would come along and stop that reality because that's supposed to happen. Obviously, now they're not doing that, and they're just letting the, the branches grow. So it's kind of a multiverse within the multiverse is what I've gathered from it. Um, because it's just it, it's so completely mind-blowing. It's, it's obviously tying into Doctor Strange 2. Um, 100%. There's... What seems to be, I believe that there's already an episode of season two finished, I believe, because there's loads and loads and loads of stuff that's not in Loki uh, season one that's um, put into the trailers of season one, um, because apparently filming got cut through like midway through because of COVID. So I believe, I believe that they're filming the rest of season two now, and I think we're going to get it probably somewhere just before Doctor Strange 2. At least I hope that's what happens. All Loki's going to appear in Doctor Strange 2 and have it tied into that, and then Loki's that is, going to be the epilogue I'm of Doctor Strange. That, more. that is the latest rumour. That, that There's been yeah. strong rumours now that Tom Hiddleston will appear in Doctor Strange 2. Well, it makes sense. It makes That makes the most sense, because Loki has caused all of this, essentially. Yeah. Um, Obviously, we're getting Kang the Conqueror, which like I didn't know much about Kang up until yesterday. Yeah, Yo, um, um, J- Jonathan Majors turns up and steals that whole episode. He does. He's like, so good. And and like the ending of season fucking one, it, Sylvie pushes him through into the wrong universe. He he is in the, the Loki has just traveled through the multiverse, which is completely insane. And I fucking love it. It's so cool. And I'm I'm so I'm so so happy to see that we've just gotten our first glimpse into multiverse travel because 
that opens the door for so many more things with Marvel. Um, yeah. Like, obviously, we know there's going to be some multiverse stuff going on in Spider-Man. Uh, obviously, like, clearly, there's some stuff going on with Doctor Strange 2. And then, obviously, we've got Loki Season 2 as well coming out. Um, it's just going to be completely nuts. And I li- I'm living for all of it. It's... it's <laughs> I, I, up, up until like Black Widow came out last week and I was having a conversation with Joe who does the posters for the show now and um, he said I was, we were having a conversation I said to him I'm really really worried that Marvel like we're going to get burnt out with all this Marvel stuff going on because we've got Black Widow this month we've got um, is it Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi or Eternals next month I believe it is um, um, so then we've got, got Shang-Chi in September for- and the Eternals yeah. in November. Yeah. We've also got um, What If next oh, month. Yeah, it's what, if ne- it's what If next month, then Shang-Chi, then Eternals, then something else, I believe, and then Spider-Man. And that's like month after month after month. And that is a lot of Marvel to go through, even for someone that, that you know, loves all, all the shows and be, movies. And- are we all supposed to be um, getting Hawkeye this year as well? Yeah, I believe yeah, so, yeah. I'd year. like... I, yeah, like I'm honestly, personally, I feel like they should delay a couple of the things because I even with this, and even with this kind of like bringing Marvel back to me for me again, because yeah, uh, Falcon and Soldier was great. I really enjoyed it. It had a few meh moments, and One Vision was good. I enjoyed yep. that for the most part. Uh-huh. This it was fantastic. It's still, and it's kind of brought me back to Marvel again. But seeing all this come out in one year is really going to burn me out. Like, I get burnt out on, like, franchises mm. fairly easily. Yeah, and yeah, seeing yeah. this much and having to watch this much, because I know I'm going to, yeah. is now, honestly daunting to now, see how much I'm going to have to watch. Here's, here's the thing, though. like Because I, I was feeling a little bit like this after watching Black Widow, because I wasn't a huge fan of Black Widow. I thought they had some likable moments... Um, but for the most part, I was severely disappointed with it. Um, so I was, I was just w- watching that. Came out, and I'm kind of like, "Well, we've got all this stuff coming out. Like, um, what, what if to take more missteps like this?" Um, and then after watching Loki, I'm kind of like, "Well, no, this is the main plot for the next couple films of the MCU." Yeah. Obviously, it's the main plot of What If. Um, you know, I I'm I'm back on board. I think you know I just had a bit of a wobble, and I'm back on board, and I love it, and I cannot wait for what we see next. I'm I'm really happy and looking forward to it. The I think the only film that's going to be doing that this year now is going to be um, bloody Spider Man. I feel like that's going to be the only film that's going to be delving into more of what this is built up, and the rest yeah. are, like they're just going to act as they usually do. They're introductions to these characters into the MCU, and I completely understand that. I feel like Shang Chi may introduce um, a bit more into Doctor Strange because they've obviously got Wong. Yeah, um, Wong's in there. But I'm not 100 percent sure. One, we're not sure how much Wong is in this. It That's could true. just be a quick little cameo. Or it could yeah. be he's a major character throughout the entire movie. I don't think he's going to be a major character. I don't think he's going to be a major character character, but I also don't think it's going to be a little cameo, because there's no point in just bringing him in to do that. Like, I'd say give him like about a... ten minutes of screen time, I reckon. Yeah. I'd I'd say that's about right, but I don't know whether that's gonna delve more into multiverse stuff, and that's 
Personally, I just want to see multiverse stuff now. Now that they've <laughs> set it up completely, they have completely... Well, like, like Division kind of set up a bit of Doctor Strange. It sets up a few bits and bobs. But this yeah. is literally saying the multiverse is real, it's currently happening, and we already have a character in a different universe. Mm. We, I have, we have, I have one there theory. now. I have a Go little on. theory to do with what you're saying a little bit. So I think that the, the next few films... Oh, I hope, anyway, that the next few films, the reason that we haven't seen these characters crop up before, like the Eternals, they're massive. They've heard about the Avengers. Like The reason they haven't come to save the day before is because their, their films are set in other parts of the multiverse. Maybe. It, it could so, be, but like, at the end of the trailer yeah. for the Eternals, didn't they say that one of them could lead the Avengers now? Yeah, but the Avengers can exist in another in yeah, another That's universe. true, yeah. It could be a similar timeline where, um, like, the Avengers have broken off again. Because there's well, infinite timelines. Imagine if in Shang-Chi, if Wong is just some, like, multiverse version, variant of himself, I mean. And he's, like... Yeah, no, that's a good point. Through Wong, and he's, like, a badass. He's, like, Hawkeye in Avengers Endgame. He's just going around killing them. <laughs> he's got a mohawk. Uh... Yeah, he's got a mohawk, <laughs> man. He's got piercings everywhere. He's, he's, he's stopping in the into He's moved on to Jay-Z now. <laughs> oh my god. So basically that like Shang-Chi is going to be Wong is now an emo. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, they're gonna um, reveal like a week before that it's actually Wong Chi. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and he's just gonna be the main character. There you go. It's gonna be a they're gonna pull a Mark two on us. They're gonna put yeah. Shang-Chi in all of the trailers, in all of the promotional material, and literally ten minutes into the film, he's gonna die and Wong takes over. Yeah, yeah, wow. basically. That's exactly what's gonna happen. It's in that cage um, fight. You sh they show it in the trailers. They've actually spoiled it already. You don't need to watch spoilers it. For, spoilers for Wong Chi. Oh my god. Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> so there was no post credits. Nope. Rare. Well, there there, there was, was there was a stamp. There, I mean, there, there was, was in one. Yeah, there was one. In, there was an actual post credit scene in one episode, there was. and then mm -hmm. there was um then there was the confirmation of season two in the final one. Yeah, so so we are getting season two. Which honestly, I've been saying the entire time, the only show so far that makes sense to be getting a season two is going to be Loki because Falcon and Winter Soldier seems like it's going to be setting up a new movie. Yeah. yeah. One division they could never do again. They could they can like explore these two characters again again together, but that show specifically would never get another like series. Yeah. Just because unless, of the way it is, it's a whole gimmick. Yeah, it wouldn't unless sense. you kind of took out the whole kind of messing with reality thing, unless yeah. you kind of like took rid got rid of that and then just made it a sitcom and just kind of like a spin-off thing just in some Yeah, kind of but like I feel like universe. it just wouldn't work as well as it already That's did. That's true, yeah. It really, and Marvel seems like to play with a gimmick once and then they won't if if it works well, then I don't think this Maybe. kind of thing they could do it again. No, that's a good point. That is a good point. But Loki makes the most sense because it's like a buddy cop drama with a with a good amount of comedy, which makes sense for a Marvel film. And the Marvel series, that's what they kind of tried to do with uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. But the way that Falcon and Winter Soldier is going is going in a direction of setting up a big team. This isn't setting up a big team. This is just setting up more stuff in this world specifically. And you need more time than just two hours or two and a half hours 
to explore this like this storyline and this world and specifically the TVA. You need a lot of time with them, as has been proven it, in this season. Yeah, to make it believable. Like, you exactly. Can't just be like here's all of this information. Exactly. Like you can do that with Shang Chi. You can do that with the Eternals. You can do that with Avengers. But you can't do that with something as complex as the TVA, where there's so much mystery surrounding it, and still more mystery surrounding it now because of that final episode. What do you yeah. guys think about the TVA? Do you think that it was inside the quantum realm, which is why it like didn't exist anywhere? Ooh. I feel um, like it, it's in a it's in its own version of a quantum because, realm. Because Kang, right, who's the person who is supposed to be, he, we meet a variant of Kang the Conqueror, who's a good guy, and he's made the TVA to to defend the universe from all of these people. But then he's he's going to be in uh, Ant Man three, Quantumania. That was the film. Yeah, because the, um, the, re- the reason Jonathan Majors is such a big part of Loki is because it wasn't revealed that he was going to be in it. People had speculated. I don't yeah. think it was revealed anyway. No, and then, um, and, but they'd said that he, we've cast him as Kang in Ant-Man 3. And that's, gonna, that's called Quantumania. It's going to be about the quantum realm. I don't, yeah. like, and if he, the TVA is something that still exists, as we see at the end, doesn't, doesn't get abolished. It is just run by Kang. And... Could be seeing a bit of Owen Wilson returning Ant Man three. Imagine Owen Wilson and Paul Rudd in an MCU I, yes, film together. Yes, yes, oh yes, yes. That's the dream. Yes. That's the dream right there. That's the yes. dream. <laughs> oh, how fucking awesome was Loki? Am I right? Oh. Um, <laughs> it was pretty good. Let's talk about it, Sofia De Martino. De Martino, so- Sofia Italian lady ma- name. She's really Sylvie. good in this. Sylvie. Yeah, Sylvie. She so, she so in the first episode, we find out that Loki's going to work for the TVA because there is a variant of him out there destroying and start, start, like taking over bits of the TVA. So she, she's like, he's like, right, okay, I'll join you. And in the second episode, he's trying to figure out where they can find this Loki. Mm-hmm. And uh, he realizes that uh, this variant is, gonna, is hiding in apocalypses. And so they locate the apocalypse that they're hiding in. And then it finds he finds out that it's a female variant, and she refers to herself as Sylvie because she doesn't want to be a Loki anymore. Yeah, it's you know um, what my first thought of her was. Go on. She's jarringly Yorkshire. Yes, <laughs> I, I, I was. I had this exact same reaction when I was watching Falcon and the Winter Soldier with whatever that young terrorist was. was yeah. Called. Oh yeah. Because she one. was just like. She's, she's jarringly British. Yeah. And like, Sophia Dumatic, like, it makes sense because Loki's British. So, like, all of the Lokis that we see are British. Then there's just Yorkshire one. I'm like, she sounds like she's down the road from me. <laughs> I'd, she's probably, I'd probably quicker see her in, like, Happy Valley than Loki. <laughs> but, yeah, that or was, that was the first black like, hurdle. Yeah, or Heartbleed. Yeah, she's she's oh, the gosh. female lead in that film, actually. <laughs> Working alongside Colin Farrell. Yeah, mom. See, so, I wasn't a big fan of Sylvie at first. I thought I I thought she was quite unlikable, and then she she grew on me a lot throughout the series. And um, that's what that's why I really like that ten minute long convo between mm. the two of them, like just on the train, because I was yeah. like, oh, she is a yeah. person. 
Yeah. yeah. Um, and she, she she drops a lot of bombshells. Uh, it feels like a while ago, but it Literally. actually was. It was like three weeks ago. And she reveals that like everyone in the TVA is actually just a variant. Yeah. And that, yeah. that twist at the like it, it, they they mention it in episode three, but really, it's not really made a big deal of. Like they say it, and they're like, "Oh, right," because that the main focus of the third episode is just their relationship, and like how, yeah. and it's so introspective. It's like, what does it mean to be a Loki? As if like a Loki is a specific brand of people, and like <laughs> by the end of the season, you're like, "Yeah, yeah, definitely, there are a lot of Lokis." So yeah, there, there would True. There, there would be like a, a certain like list of things that make a Loki a Loki. Um, which is interesting. It's like the, the great alligator Loki para- paradox. Oh, the alligator Loki is my favorite Loki. Because he's like, he, how do you know he's actually a Loki? He might just be an alligator. <laughs> with like, well, he's got horns. But, but he's got, but he could be wearing the hat to lie about who he is. But then that would just make him even more like a Loki. Yeah. Yeah. I love exactly. it. I just fucking, I, I love that so much. Um, God, what else in that episode? Oh, that that episode, right? That is my favorite. Okay, um, because like w- one of the reasons, little Easter eggs, is um, there's little Frog Four in this one, and Chris Hemsworth actually did some voiceover work for this, but it got cut, um, which I'm really we really robbed. annoyed about. Yeah, we were we were robbed of Frog Four, <laughs> um, which is that a was actually um, voiced by Chris Hemsworth though. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Which is pretty um, fucking awesome. I love that little Easter. Yeah, it's just I, I love it. That episode was brilliant. Like you even got the Thanos copter in it at one point. Yes. Yeah. You got I the Thanos that. copter. That's what I mean by all the little Easter eggs. Like you yeah. can see Stark Tower, but like an alternate. Um, oh, like so I think it's the Avengers universe. Tower that's been completely destroyed. I think it's a Kang on it. Yeah. So it was like an alternate timeline uh, version hmm. of the Avengers Tower. Yeah. Which is really cool. Um, just that episode is nuts. There's just so many Easter eggs in that episode. It's it's actually completely insane. Yeah. Um, <sighs> the head of the Living Tribunal is in the background. And the last time we heard about the Living Tribunal was in Doctor Strange, where he's like, yeah. this is the staff of the Living Tribunal. And now it's, <laughs> it's fucking heads in the background. Um, it's... Richard E. Grant completely steals that episode. He's fantastic. Oh, he does. That yeah, fine, definitely. He's... His final scene, I completely lost my shit. Yeah, where he's same. just like he just he, like he, the man fucking conjured Asgard, yeah, <laughs> which was insane. Um, I thought because what was re- a really really nice detail is because this is a, a the version of Loki that survives past Thanos, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And um, so and then his Nexus event is that he thinks, you know what? No, I'm actually going to go and have a life. Um, this version of Loki is that. Um, and he misses his brother, doesn't he? So um, I was speaking to Joe, a nice little Easter egg. He noticed that when he was in the middle of conjuring Asgard, he noticed lightning bolts all over the, the, the you know, the palace. Um, yeah. and, but they weren't like normal lightning bolts. They were like four lightning bolts um, as like a way of like, you know, saying he's he still misses him. And it's just, it's just, it's really, really nice touch. Um, yeah. I love it. Just the attention to detail in that episode. Richard E. Grant was brilliant. I loved him. Just all of it was so good. Um, it was just so insane. I'm just literally just getting goosebumps just talking about it. It's it's so cool. I know. I said. I know. I said Gosh, earlier about how great as well. I, 
I know I said earlier about the lack of action being a good thing for the show and how like there's all the action sequences are kind yeah. of not very exciting. At the end of episode three, though, we do get a one take. Like it's not an, it's not necessarily a fight sequence, but it's just an action sequence that is absolutely phenomenal. They're they're like trying to get on this rocket that's going to take them off this. Uh, oh dis- god, yeah. A disaster be- disaster bound planet. Yeah, and they're just trying yeah. to run around and that that's great that's really intense and it just ends the episode on a note that is so dour oh yeah oh fuck like they're done right there's also after that after that episode when everyone was like hey he's definitely got one of the time stones and then he just didn't yeah (laughs) yeah that was just another one of those marvel theories that it's really popular in a week and then is immediately shut down yeah obviously he didn't take a fucking time stone sorry yeah actually for some reason the theory really annoyed me that that's one thing that i'm not enjoying about this whole this this, the the disney plus marvel shows it's the week by week thing i know like it's it's because we're all spoiled and we're like oh you know we don't want to wait a week for tv but like it's because throughout the week you get so much rampant speculation and it's just mostly just complete nonsense yeah. It's like, please, yeah, but... please, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, I just, I can't be dealing with it. There's too much, like, it, it's too, like, just release it all at once. Because then, yeah. even if you miss, even if you say, like, right, okay, I'm not going to watch any of it until the end. If you even glance at Twitter on a Wednesday, you're going to have the whole thing spoiled for you. Like, I yeah, did, no, I like... did it, I did it by complete accident. Like, I forgot that ep- that it was Wednesday and that episode four was out. I opened Twitter. The first thing I saw was the post credit scene from Loki episode four. Yeah. Like, just the picture of the, the Lokis there. And I was like, well, fucking sick. <laughs> like, you know, Disney, I think I did the like, same. Yeah. Disney Plus the really, week, really do need to learn. No, it bothers me. Really bothers me. I, see, I, lot, I know exactly why they're doing it. Well, yeah, Why? yeah, it's because of that, yeah. because it keeps the conversation going. Well, no, it's also yeah, because of money, because it keeps people on for longer than a month, like, free trial. Well, yeah, that's true. Like, if people are just wanting to watch Loki, they have, either have to wait for the entire series to come out and get spoilers, or just get a month free trial and then continue to pay for the second month so that they can watch the end of it. Yeah. So it, it's not just to keep the conversation going. It's primarily money because Netflix wants to keep the conversation going with their stuff a lot of the time, but they just release it all at once. And the conversation goes on for quite a while because stuff just keeps on coming out. People have theories. People just keep the like the show alive. Oh, it's so. literally just because of money. It's the only reason is because they want people to stay subscribed to the, sh- like, to the subscription service. And that's but a shame. With... With it's that in Disney. mind, what do you expect? I don't hate the rampant speculation. I mean, I hate some of the theories that I hear, and I laugh at a lot of the theories that I hear. But I think that the conversation—that's part of the great stuff about this new Marvel stuff. It is, is true. That the like when we were when we get when we didn't even have talk of Marvel TV shows except the Netflix stuff. We and we just had the MCU films. It was like. Oh, here's a film, and then six months later, here's another film, and then six months later, here's another film. And in all of that time, you had all of this rampant speculation, all of this conversation, 
and now it's just like fast tracked everything. So whereas whereas you see it as getting a TV show over the course of six weeks, I see it as I'm getting half of a film every week, like and it good. It's actually like good content and the conversation that is generated from watching good content is always going to be more entertaining than about happy content yeah so I, I don't know i just love that, the conversation like that that is a good point that is a really really good way of looking at it but like <clears throat> like like xander said for instance like disney knows their own popularity and you, you know you, you like that, like Xander said, you log on to Twitter, even glance at it, you're going to get the whole thing spoiled for you. I've had to start setting reminders for if a show's out on Disney Plus that I really want to watch on my phone for the entire day. Do not open YouTube until I've watched X, whatever it is, yeah. um, or do any of this. Um, like I remember for like the day episode three came out, uh, I almost had the post credit scene spoiled for me. I was flicking through YouTube. Um, the I clearly, thank God, wasn't looking at the thumbnails, and it said uh, Loki episode three um, post credit scene reveal. I'm like, oh God, oh thank God, I didn't see that. Jesus Christ! And then just scrolled up enough so I could get the dots, uh, the little three dots into the corner, and then just say, I'm not interested in vi in this video. Uh, report, get rid. I don't want it. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah I... a poor person's channel taken down because you didn't want a spoiler. Yeah, yeah. God. <coughs> the man's got to make a living, bro. It was at yeah. the very least infringing copyright. So there we go. I mean, I've got me rights. There we go. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your copyright though. It's no, I, yeah, no, I've got my right. Okay, fine. I've got my right to report the channel because he was infringing somebody else's copyrights. I've got freedom of speech. Exactly. There we go. I can take down whatever channel I want to take down. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Right. <laughs> um, what What else does there, What else do, do we want to mention? What's next? Um, what, I want to mention the opening of the final episode, and I'm jumping about here. Yeah. Okay. Oh, bit, but I've been wanting yeah. to talk about it for ages. So that it started. And immediately, I was just like sat on bed, Marvel credits starts rolling, and all of these voices are just coming out, and I'm like, yeah. what the fuck is going on? Like, this yeah. is fucking weird. Is this is this the new like Marvel intro? What what, what what's going on? And then um like moves on and like things start happening, and then I'm like, it goes it zooms further out of the Marvel logo and it's like on Earth, and then it goes into like the planets, and then it goes to the universe, and then it just like shows this massive, massive space. And then it shows the one true timeline, or whatever it's called. I can't remember what it's yeah, called. Yeah, the sacred timeline. Sacred timeline, that's the one. And I'm like, oh, that's what that was. And I was just mm. like gobsmacked the entire time. I thought that was amazing. And then <laughs> it like shows uh, like where uh, Kang's castle is in the middle of all of this time. I just thought, oh my god! When I was talking about how good it looked, it's just like, oh my goodness! This is movie level budget. This is beautiful. This is like, oh, that's gonna be the the header of so many thirteen year old like boys who are obsessed with Marvel comics. Like, you know, when the Joker came out, 
Yeah. We all had a Joker. Come on. I put that shit in my background. Jesus. Well, I, I'm not 30. I think I think we should probably discuss the uh, what actually happens in the finale. So that so that we kind of can sort of talk about where, where we are gonna go. Um so so in the finale we meet a a variant of the big Marvel Comics villain Kang the Conqueror, played by Jonathan Majors, who is fantastic. He's amazing in this. Yeah, he really smashed it out of the park as like this. I just I just love that moment when it's ju- it just zooms in on him, and it, like he, he's talking, he says the whole time like I know exactly what's gonna happen, and I know exactly what you guys did. I followed you guys everywhere. I know exactly what you you guys are gonna say. Here's the script for it, and then it hits a point, and he just stops talking, and he looks away. Yeah. And he's like, they literally right. reached and then the he, end and of then time. He genuinely looks scared for a minute. And that that yeah. just that twist from like confidence to like pure terror is so good because he's just like yeah okay now I have I have no idea what's gonna happen as of about seven seconds ago and like shit mm. that that was really cool um, and so then we um, yeah so what happens is he says basically you could you have two choices you you guys can take over the tva carry it on tell them what's going on um but but you've got to keep this going and sort of stop and hold back a war or you can kill me and start a full-blown multiversal war where the evil variants of me are gonna come and they're gonna fuck you all and sylvie's like i'm gonna kill him and loki's like maybe you shouldn't so then they have they have a smooch. How does everyone feel about um, self-cest? One of the oh, worst on-screen kisses I've ever seen. I thought it was okay. Um, okay, now 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 at least we know that James would definitely try and fuck himself. Um, <laughs> he made a video with himself. I feel like James He's would only most... fuck himself. That's a good point. I I made a video of myself interviewing myself, so. <laughs> maybe james is a loki uh, uh, maybe <laughs> i mean have you ever seen james and james in the same room together james and james oh fuck mm. you've got me um so then she they they they, they smooch a dooch um then she pushes him through a time yeah. portal back to the tva and then she kills kang and he yeah. says oh see you soon because he's like, listen, I'm just going to get reincarnated. Like, another version of me is going to come back and make a new TVA. So, like, if you kill me here, I'm just going to come back. But whatever. Yeah, he's so kinda, he, it's kind of useless. So he dies, and Sylvie, like, basically lines Marvel's pockets with billions of dollars for the next five years. As we now get... The, yep, much. And then we now officially enter the multiverse saga. Um, and then Loki goes yeah. back, he's in the TVA, goes to find Owen Wilson, and he's like, listen, I know exactly what's going on here, you gotta help me, you gotta, you gotta figure it out with me, and Owen Wilson's like, who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> and has no idea who he's talking about, and as he looks to the statue what was of the- accent? Why was, did you go, like, slightly Irish? Was the Con- yeah. I was doing a Conor McGregor. Who the fuck is that guy? Okay. He was trying Why to be Conor McGregor. Yeah. Okay. Who the fuck is that guy? Who the fuck is that guy? Why anyway. are you doing a Conor McGregor though? Because because he says who the fuck is that guy, and that's what. Oh, no, he did. Okay. Anyway, who the um, fuck is that guy? Anyway, um, right, guys, you heard it here first. Conor McGregor. 
McGregor has a cameo in the sixth episode of Loki. <laughs> right at the end, part of the end credits scene. His hand is actually the hand that stamps the Loki will return in season two thing. Little known Easter egg there. <laughs> Go tell your friend. Um, and he, and he looks up, up. He looks up at the statue of what used to be the uh, what are they called? Time Lords, Timekeepers. Oh, the um, yeah, Timekeepers. Time yeah. Keepers. Um, and it's Kang, the, and it's seemingly yeah. Kang the Conqueror, the Conqueror variant of him. Very exciting. That got me very hyped. I was like, "Oh shit, here we go, boys!" Um, and then we we've already mentioned this. Um, a stamp comes down during the post credits and says that Loki will return in season two. So this is setting the pay, setting the way for Doctor Strange and Ant-Man and the Wasp, because um, Quantum Mania's villain is Kang the Conqueror. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. But also, yeah. I feel like now, at the end of this show, we're all kind of accepting the fact that the new Spider-Man film is a multiverse movie and will almost definitely star Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire. I hope, right, okay, I hope How? it does. I really I'm hope it does. I'm still keeping sceptical until yeah. I find out officially. Um, I've like, completely disconnected myself from all speculation for that film. Mm. For yeah. Fear of major disappointment when I do watch yeah. it. Like, exactly. All, all we, we do know for sure is that Alfred Molina is taken from the moment he ends up in the river uh, from Spider-Man 2. That's that's it. That's that's all we know. That's the only thing so we know. So it is, the, it is the multiverse. The only other thing we know is um, Jamie Foxx's um, Electro is going to be back. But he yeah. said that he won't be blue this time. He said time, he won't so that's be true, blue. Yeah. yeah, he said he won't be blue. Different version. So, yeah, that, that, they're probably the only two things we know, plus the name and that Doctor Strange is in it. So, actually, we know, we know, we know a little bit about this film. But, um... <laughs> and we also know that Spider-Man's in it. Yeah, we also know Spider-Man's in it. Well, we've also seen... Venom, the, the, gonna be we've also seen the new, uh, the, new, the new Spider-Man suits. Oh, we have. We have seen the new Spider-Man suits. Um... We've seen a couple, yeah. We've seen that Doctor Strangey one. Mm. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, leaked through the pop vinyl. Because that's how movies oh, work now. Well, isn't the Doctor Strange one because he's because of the What If episode? It's it's What If Spider Man had the cloak of uh, levitation. No, but there's a different um, one. So that's the What If Spider Man had the cloak of levitation. But the pop vinyl that was leaked had him like with um, Doctor Strange's rings. Um, I don't know what okay. like they're actually referred to as, but like the magicy shit that he has out of his hands—that's like on the suit. Sling ring. Oh. No, yeah. no, like you know, he's he's hand shields. Yeah. Oh right. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that, no, like, oh they're, no, they're, they're the shields. They're the they're shields. Yeah, they're on the suit. Um, oh. They're a part of it, so um, we know that's definitely going to be in um, like because there's no cloak levitation on that suit as well. So that's almost definitely going to be for Spider-Man Far From Home, because I'm pretty sure that... No way like, home. <laughs> No way home, even. Um, and, al- and also the... Like the, the and also the, merchan- also the merchandise literally says on it, Spider-Man. Yeah, no that's what I was going to say. Yeah. I was, yeah. I'm pretty sure it did. I wasn't 100% though. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> but one thing um, about Loki really I just want to say quickly that we haven't mentioned is the score. Oh my God. God, yeah. the music the in this show insane. was really incredible. Really and I also I love, love who it. did it. I don't love who did it because of their past work. I love who did it because they're the one who threw eggs at Simon Cowell on um, Briz Got Talent. You're shitting me. 
Nope, same person. Google it right that's fucking amazing. now. Oh my god, it's, it's that's the one amazing. That came out from the back and lobbed eggs at Simon Cowell. That's amazing. I know exactly. it's incredible, isn't it? Out of ten trivia right there. That is that is that yeah. is some pub quiz knowledge right there. It is so <laughs> fucking funny to me that she's the one who scored the best Marvel show other than Daredevil. No, I'd say Loki's better than Daredevil. No, I prefer Daredevil. I'm so I've had more time with Daredevil. I heard an amazing mashup of Jewel of the Fates and the Loki soundtrack the other day. Oh, and, oh really? And and the Imperial March was mixed in there as well. It was so wow. good. That sounds awesome. It was, that it was is just called cool. like Loki epic version. <laughs> like yeah, there it is. Oh, so it's impossible to find. Right, great. Am I? <laughs> <laughs> Um, it, what is there anything else anyone wants to talk about? I don't. Yes, I really don't. Is. Go on. I right. So the timekeepers, right? Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. They made me laugh, man. What was that guy with the mustache saying? <laughs> I I had to put it, subtitles on. But it like when I walked when they walked into the room and it was like all smoky and they were just like massive. And yeah. I was just looking at them like bullshit. I, I, and then when she chopped off the head and they were just cyborgs, I was like, okay. I kind of did want them to be actual real. I just wanted them to be like full of shit, not just cyborgs. Like, I just wanted them to be just the three stooges, basically. The three stooges <laughs> in space. Like, what, they, with, they get um, up to come down and talk to them and they slip on a banana peel. Whoa! Yeah, yeah literally. Oh, <laughs> now, now I'm dead. Whoopsie dopsie. <laughs> Whoopsie Daisy, yeah, is a it it just felt very artificial, and when it was revealed, I was like, "Yep, that makes sense." And it was like, "How did no one mm. think? Like, like how are they so powerful they're, if yeah. they're just robots? Like, where do they go? Do they just turn <laughs> off. Like, do they just sit in the chairs constantly? Like, do they know, know they're robots?" Did they know their robot? Oh, interesting. They were all in season one, two. They were all one robot, though. Were they? Because when he chopped off, yeah, one they of were. The heads, yeah, all actually. three of them died. Yeah. Maybe, maybe one day they were at work and they, they were just at the at the water cooler, and one of them was like, "You know, I had a weird dream last night." It's like, "Is it the one with the sheep?" And he was like, "How did you know?" It's like, "We both had the same dream." And like, that's how they the that's how they realized they're all connected because they. They all yeah, have the same weird dream about sheep. And they realised that no, they, they were actually they just watching like, Heartbleed. Connected. Yeah, that was the dream. Yeah, that, was the, the dream. that was the dream. They just fell asleep watching Heartbleed. Um, but they were all in the same room together. You could never fall asleep watching Heartbleed. I watched it like 17 times. They could, they could fall asleep watching that. You could only ever do it once because you never wake up. I mentioned this in the non-spoiler section briefly, but I don't think Xander really clocked on what I was on about. How much did you scream at the end of episode three? Oh, at the end of episode three. Oh, was it episode three, the the one where uh, where Mobius gets pruned? Oh, episode four. Episode, oh, episode, four. episode four. Yeah, yeah, four. Episode four. Yeah, I was so fucking sad. Yeah. I literally screamed. No, I yeah, won't I get did. to see him say, "Oh wow." I yeah, I I was. Oh wow. Devastated. Wow. I was wow. devastated. I know, the Loki so, got Surely it was so obvious that it's like, right, okay. I, I was like, see, at first I was like, you know what? Maybe they did just kill Owen Wilson off. Because it was like episode four. Yeah. 
And I was like, you know what? He's he's been in three episodes now. He's like a special guest. He's a spe- he's like a big star. So you get mm. him in for the early episodes to get everyone involved, and then you kill him off. It's like, yeah, that makes sense. But then it's when they kill Loki. You're like, oh right, okay, that means Owen Wilson's alive, right? Whatever. Yeah, yeah, um, literally. So it feels it feels after the fact. It feels a little cheap. But yeah, no, I still not, yeah, it was it was still really great in the moment. Yeah, in yeah. The yeah. Moment, it's fantastic. I don't understand the rules of pruning. Okay, I've been really thinking hate, about it quite a bit. I, 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 I like, really like, hate the fact that they call it pruning. Yeah, it is so much. It's awful. But right, what, what are the rules? Because I was watching it, and every week I try to like figure it out. Oh, the bit that like got me the most was when Sylvie prunes herself, right? Because yep. she does that. That's a thing. She does that mm-hmm. to go and save Loki, right? Self pruning. That's she, um, that's illegal she, in Dubai. When she prunes herself, <laughs> she drops the pruning stick. Like yep. doesn't get pruned with her. Yep. But then why doesn't it? Because all of her clothes and the tempad and her sword like remains. Maybe, but maybe she, the, but the prune thing. The pruning stick is probably just something that can, like, physically cannot be pruned. Like, I imagine yeah. you can't prune a prune. It conducts so, the pruning. Bro, bro, it can, it's a conductor. What defines something as unprunable? An unprunable object. Being able to as far as I'm concerned, I think being able to, I think being, I think being an object that is able to prune things means you are unprunable. Yeah. Because otherwise, that would mean that everybody that was connected, like everything connected to that prune stick at the time, would be pruned, wouldn't it? Yeah. So, which means that anybody who'd ever pruned anybody would also be pruned. It's true. That, yeah, that's this, a good is, point. this is this is one of life's great mysteries. <laughs> How it makes total sense. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, that was a great argument, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What? Man, I worked really hard on it. Alex usually comes in and brings like actual genuinely good um, arguments of just like a possible plot hole. That Whenever was just disappointing. Marvel um, properties. He does. This was just that was useless. The, 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 the man got the man got two diseases this week. He got the, he got COVID and the case of the and, fuck arounds. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea what you're on about. Like, oh man. <laughs> I, I genuinely I thought you were gonna. I, I genuinely thought you were gonna ask me about like the science behind the prune. I was like, so how did they end up there? I was like, you, you know, at the end of time, beyond time. But no, you you went. Why doesn't the pruning stick get pruned? Oh, but second second question: when they're in when they're on the when they're in the void, right? yeah. Am I correct in thinking that at one point they just say that the giant cloud monster is a giant shark? Uh, yeah, it was a, I it was, heard it, that. It was a metaphor, but yeah. Yeah, right. they, they referred it to it metaphor. as a big guard dog as well. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I was just thinking it was just like a giant cloudy shark. No, no, it's just a metaphor. Oh. <laughs> sorry, sorry, <laughs> but... Sorry, also, I, I, off the top of my head, I, can't, I, can't, I don't know if I'm remembering right. I don't, I don't think they're actually in the void. I think they're beyond the void. So if, if my memory serves me right, and I hope it does, uh, you've got the sacred timeline, and then you've got the void, and then you've got what's beyond the void, which is where they are. Um, or is, that's what I think it is. Yes. 
Um, see, from what I've like, from what I remember, it was literally just like they send everything that gets pruned to the void. Yeah, like, everything that gets pruned is in the void. So where they are, it, like when they are, like when they're fighting a life is in the void, and then past the life is beyond the void, right? Yeah, so episode five's in the void, and episode six yeah. is after, behind the void. It's beyond the void. Okay. God, time travel's confusing. These <laughs> timelines are so confusing. You know, boastful Loki? Yes. In fact, can we talk about a few of the Lokis? Yeah, yeah, five? yeah sure. Because President Loki was the biggest tease in the world. Everyone thought he was going to be like actual, the actual Loki that we'd been watching the entire season. Mm. But it just wasn't. It was just like two minutes and then it was like, oh, it's a big betrayal and a slapstick action sequence. Yeah, and boastful Loki really annoyed me. Child Loki was a crap actor. No offense, he's probably doing much better than I could ever do. So, congrats to him. But <laughs> next to Rich, next to Richard E. Grant and Tom Hiddleston, it just wasn't as good. And so then alligator. What I'm getting at here, yes, exactly. <laughs> alligator Loki deserves a spin-off show. <laughs> right. And it's about yeah. him and Rog. It's the reptilians. I don't know where I'm going with this. I need someone else to help me out. But I'm, I'm spitballing. Bro, bro, you no, did no, this you to yourself. Good. You got you, this. You did this to yourself. You dug this hole. You you lie in it. Put the down the shovel. <laughs> Put down the shovel, Alex. Shit. Okay, I'll quit while I'm slightly behind. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, um, I think it's Richard E. Grant who plays classic Loki, right? Yes, it is. Uh, yes, he's um, hang on, why is there a point of contention about this? Yeah, yeah, (laughs) because it's not, it's not like Richard C. Grant, (laughs) Richard A to E. Grant. No, no, it's 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 twin brother. Yes, he's obviously like classic Loki, but he's the Loki that survives beyond Thanos. So, okay, so he's contending the name, not the actor. Yeah. Okay, so as is is credited to Classic Loki, so apparently the uh, Richard Grant has actually pitched an idea for a um, Classic Loki spin-off. See, I really like that idea because like so much. I'd be amazing. The thing is, if he's if he's Classic Loki and has that kind of a costume, that means that in the reality that he's from, it's all classic comic book stuff. So Thor would be classic, like he did in the comic books, and everyone else would be exactly like a comic book, like the, like an Adam West '60s show. And I love that as like a little bit of a spin-off. But you know what that sounds? Oh, so funny. Go on. Expensive. Yes. It sounds like the show where Marvel actors would go to die. Really? You'd you'd retire and you'd go to that show, like old Chris Hemsworth. This yeah. is what's going to happen. They're just going to reboot the Avengers in 50 years and do exactly what you've just oh, described. Oh, no. No. <laughs> They're all going to be like 80, like yeah. going around on crutches, like, I'll get put, you. Put, put all these... with the old cities, but it's going to be extremely old. Yeah, put, I'll put all these 80-year-old <laughs> yeah, yeah. men in spandex and like, like oh, yeah, I mean, Richard E. Grant did actually say if they were doing a Loki spin-off show, he wanted a muscle suit this time. <laughs> Yo, my man looked like Kermit that. the Frog and pulled it off. Like that's some. He actually did. That's as well. some king mm. shit. He, did. Right he embraces Kermit. I loved his for his glorious like, purpose. Raising Asgard, and he was like thrusting his crotch out, and he was like, <laughs> it literally looked like he was like 
holding the biggest ball in the world, just an invisible ball. I, I just, it just made me laugh. Everything about Richard E. Grant, whenever I see him in anything, I'm just like, he's so over the top and camp. And then every so often he's in a role like this, and I'm like, it works. It's perfect. 10 out of 10. I love him. Oh, I've not got a bad word to say about him. But then, but then, yeah, he, but then he turns up at the end of Logan and you're like, eh, I could do without this. Is he in the post credit scene for Logan? No, he's, he's, he's the, like the mm. main villain. I don't think so, he was bad in Logan. I he's just, not you know. bad, he's just fine. Forgettable. Yeah. Does anyone else have anything else to say about this great, great show? I'm just excited for the future. I I haven't been... Because, like, with WandaVision, obviously, I think I went on and said I was really disappointed with how that finished up. It's really yeah. disappointed with Black Widow. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, I liked the ending, didn't like the beginning. You know, I thought I was kind of indifferent to that show. This one is the first time I've watched something from Marvel in a while where I've kind of gone, yes, we're back on track. This is the future. It's brilliant. I'm back. Like, I'm fully back on board again. And I'm really excited. 100%. So, Do you think that it would have been um, a wiser decision to release maybe these three shows in a different order? Like do Loki first, then WandaVision, then Falcon and the Winter Soldier? No, I think they got it right. Um, I think like Falcon and the Winter Soldier, um, y- you could have kind of released at any point, I think. Like, I, from- yeah. I, think it's pretty, I think it's pretty crazy that initially the initial timeline of events was meant to go doctor strange 2 well it was meant to be wandavision doctor strange 2 straight after then loki yeah like how the fuck would that have worked how would you had a how would you have had a multiverse movie before the multiverse even existed yeah no you're not and also then spider-man no way home was set after loki like after yeah doctor strange has been pushed back unless that was already the plan i don't know it's not the first time that they've done like, it wouldn't have been the first time they'd done films out of order. Like, yeah. Ant-Man always came at the same time of Avengers, but it came mm. like, chronologically, but I saw, released, like, six months later. I saw a really, really funny meme the other day. It was um, it was a Michael Scott um, with the Doctor Strange suit on, and then... Um, <laughs> it's just it was it was in that fire episode where Dwight starts a fire, and um, it's just like Doctor Strange just saying, "Oh my God, it's happening! It's ha-. just a multiverse. It's just expanding, and it's just, it's happening. Stay calm, stay fucking calm." <laughs> That's a great. Fucking of the multiverse expanding. When you see that at the end of episode six, yeah, and the multiverse is so pretty, man. It just yeah, looks it so is. nice. Like I, I remember hearing a theory. Um, remember when Sylvie bombed the timeline? Yeah, um, what happened? And like, they, like, so, so here's the I thing. So, they, so the theory that I heard, and I'm kind of indifferent to this right now, is that obviously some branches went beyond the red line, which meant that there's no stopping it from that point. So the theory goes that she bombs the timeline, and some of those, you know, over TV agents, they go out stop what timelines they can but the ones that they can't stop are the realities for the fox and spider-man films that um have come before it i think that's dumb i i like i like that theory so like she bombs a timeline you could immediately say then wouldn't it make more sense that because we never see those timelines again wouldn't it make sense that the fox and sony timelines are ones that we see get created at the end of episode six. 
Because when I watched her bomb timeline, I thought, because that came at the end of episode two, I think. Yeah? yeah? Uh, yes, I thought yeah. that from there, we were going to go to, like, what Xander was saying before about it being, like, a detective Loki show. Well, and yeah. what you were saying about, like, having to go and, like, Loki sort out all of these variants of himself. Yeah. Um, but then he was just forgotten about with a filler episode. I think, I think, I think, I, maybe that wasn't meant to be as big as it seemed. I think maybe like it was just part of her plan. So like her plan so. was to set all these off to keep the TVA busy while she sort of like infiltrates it and then kills the time. Yeah, that like that, I think that's what it that that's what happened. But they I think they kind of made it out as so it was a little bit more than that. And like that that was just a theory I heard, and I thought it was I thought it was a bit of fun because obviously some of the realities did go beyond the red line. Yeah, and I, I I just. I like the idea of like she's bombed the main timeline. Something may have got warped or something, so she's accidentally created two different versions of Spider-Man and um, and Venom and just like just loads of stuff. And that's why the X-Men. I I just I really like that theory. Um, whether it actually happened is that's you know for them to decide, but um, I, I I'm I'm quite I'm quite happy to put that in my head canon. If if that ever um, fi- comes out, final bit before we fully wrap up this conversation, then, um, what where does this rank in terms of other MCU stuff for you guys? Oh God, don't even ask me that. It's up there. It's it's very very much up there. Um, I just don't. There's there's so much stuff coming out right now. I don't think it's worth even ordering it at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can't. I can't. I literally can't fit it in anywhere right now um yeah that's that's where i'm I, it, it, it's very much up there this is one of my favorite things i've done in a very long time Not fair, um, fair. but um, i can't fit it in anywhere because i've got so much stuff coming out <laughs> alex david it's definitely in my top 10 so far yeah, maybe like so much now it's like i could say is there, is there enough for me to say like there's 30 things. Is that 30? <laughs> 27. We're nearly coming. Yeah, we're nearly there. We're going to have like yeah. 30 you know, by odd the by the end of the year. Yeah. Get them long to overtake James Bond. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah, I'd say about the same. When we do like do a final wrap up, should we include what if? But like, should we? I'm primarily thinking because like canon wise. When it comes to um, like Marvel series in general, should we actually include What If as like an MCU full-on thing in a final wrap-up and like final yeah, tally? Definitely. definitely. Like, well, yeah, because it's like part. That's the multiverse. Like, What If is the multiverse? Yeah. Oh, fair enough then. Yeah. yeah, but you wouldn't include. Hey, actually, are they going to do this? Are they going to retcon um, Incredible Hulk two thousand and eight? Um, I don't think they've got. I don't think they've got the rights to do that. But I mean, they tend. They I, I imagine retconning is allowed. They they don't and have to necessarily like, do that. They can literally just have well, like. Is Hulk a very a thing now. Well, the contract goes um, with Hulk is that Disney can shoehorn Hulk or Abomination or any Hulk character they want into their own kind of miniseries. Um, so long as it, like they're not the main character, I think She Hulk is an exception, I believe. Um, but yeah, like Disney isn't allowed to make a Hulk film. Um, 
Yeah, but that's they're still able to wreck on Hulk in general by just like saying that that never happened and then having Hulk appear in other movies and have his storyline appear through those movies. I suppose so. I they suppose they could. The but like, completely. But, like, but what's the like, point, if it, though? If it, like, if it came out now and was like Edward Norton, the first Iron Man film was set in a different multiverse because <laughs> there's a different roadie in Iron Man. I'm not just rampant speculated, like, yeah. I'm just saying anything that's coming to my head. Still, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Like it. That's neat. That's neat. <laughs> Right, let's uh, let's wrap this up then. Overall, we liked this show. Yeah, we we hope you liked it too. Let us know what you thought of the show. Send, send, let us know what your favorite moment was or your favorite cameo, or whatever. Um, send it to us on Instagram or Facebook, and uh, yeah, because we've got to get that. Uh, what is it? That conversation going with audience members. That's what we got to do, innit? Got to keep the also yeah, the banter. What is is that the right phrase? Yeah, yes, yeah, but yeah. also. Check out the Instagram and have a look at the posters that are going up right yeah. now. They yeah. are insane. Yeah. I love them. Yeah. Two, I think there should be two up by now, right? Uh, when when this when It'll this goes the out, one. the second the second one will be will be coming out. It, it, they come out every Monday at six pm. Uh, they are, they Aww. are made by the wonderful uh, Mr. Joe Cook, who you heard last week. Uh, he is phenomenally talented at Photoshop, and he's been making me and David look like slightly less like idiots um but also the same way he's also making you two look good <laughs> making us look good so uh it's yeah a big very shout- hard process for me. huge shout out to joe um so yeah go go do do go check out the instagram um let's what oh i should probably say welcome back from the spoiler section because we're not going to talk about spoilers anymore we're not going to spoil anything from loki anymore so welcome back from the spoiler section hello everyone and so well, still check out the instagram still check out the instagram um <laughs> Does anyone have anything to sell me? Not really. Uh, I've I've just started watching the, hang on, hang the original on. Spider-Man if, trilogy again. If, if if you have got something to sell, do you know what that means? Go on. It means it's time for you, James O'Malley, to sell me a movie or a TV show or a game or a music or a book if you're a nerd. Okay, I've been re-watching the original Spider-Man trilogy with Tobey Maguire, and I forgot wow. how much I love those films. I really, really did. Because obviously I know I've always liked them, but looking back on them, I'm like, oh my God, no, these are perfect. And I, I, re- I really want that kind of level of action and kind of realism back with Spider-Man. Um, and the suit's just phenomenal. I've been watching them in 4K. And it's just, I, I want that suit back on the screen. I really want him to be in, in No Way Home. So if he is, thank God. Um, <laughs> I just, yeah. Uh, so if, if you've got nothing else to do, watch the original Spider-Man trilogy. It is brilliant. I mean, you can always just relive your, your original Spider-Man trilogy fantasies through the Spider-Man PS4 game, since the suit's in that. I could do, I could do, but um, Spider-Man trilogy as well. Sp- Spad- didn't people create spider-man 4 like sam raimi's spider-man 4 in the spider-man game uh made that, like, they did the best sort of, sort of like a fan project yeah yeah they did they did the best they didn't get very far but yeah they did the best it was a very <laughs> diplomatic way of saying it was shit yeah <laughs> um, i suppose it's good but yeah like you know they, they did the thing inside a game that's pretty dope yeah you gotta give him credit. Yeah, no, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> Brilliant Spider-Man trilogy. It's a lot of fun. Spider-Man Three, is so much fun to watch, especially with friends. Like, yeah, I, my favorite one to watch. Especially, 
I'm I'm one of those people who doesn't actually like the original trilogy that much. Wow. The original Spider-Man trilogy that much. I know, I know, shoot me. Um, but Spider-Man 3 is the one that I would happily watch. Oh, see, no, I was I was watching Spider-Man 2 and that. I, just, I love it. It's just so good. It I might even really rewatch it again after this. It is good. Um, Alex, well, my favourite scene is the, definitely the raindrops keep falling on my head. Scene. Oh yeah, yeah. It's phenomenal. It's only it's just got a it's got a freeze frame in it. <laughs> Amazing. Nothing's worrying me. <laughs> um, Alex, what what are you going to sell me? I'm, I'm just trying to find it so I can credit the person who made it. Ah, bear with me. Nothing's worrying. Oh it's back it's back <laughs> please please kill me back in black it hit the sack back in black hey okay. so recently discovered a supercut of star wars revenge of the sith and the last few episodes of clone wars merged together exactly you're, probably, about. you're probably spoken about it before heard about it but i just think it's amazing the 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 Clone Wars, uh, it's the four it's the four episodes at the end, so the finale, which is basically a two hour long film. Yeah, spliced in with Revenge of the Sith, and it's made by found it on Reddit uh, by user Rio Reverso. Go check it out; it's great. It's really cool. Um, the Clone Wars is definitely the best Star Wars film that's ever been made. Fair. That's Fair what I'm going to say. Brilliant. Thank you. Thank you for selling us that. All right. That was a great sell. Um, so I am going to sell you guys. I'll sell you a movie. I, we've talked about this movie a little bit before, especially during our horror, uh, our times in October doing horror films. But uh, I rewatched it last night. Uh, I rewatched the th- the thing. John Carpenter's the thing. What a movie! And I've been on a bit of a John Carpenter high recently. I wa- I recently watched They Live, and then I watched Big Trouble in Little China last week. Um, and what what else did I watch? I swear there was another one. But anyway, yeah, I, wa- I watched those two, and then what? Um, I was scrolling through my Apple last night. I was like, you know what? I'll watch the thing. That movie, like, it's so good. Like, there's so many individual scenes in that movie that are just absolute horror perfection. Like, the scene yeah. when the guy collapses and then th- there's the defibrillator. The, um, then the scene preceding that with the... Uh, like, this this movie's smart as well. So, like, there's the, 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 the cutting open people's fingers and checking their blood because their blood, if they heat it up, then it's going to, like, become part of the thing. And it's just... That scene is so tense and so great and the payoff to it is fantastic um and so this is one of those films that i should never watch right no oh you should never watch this because they never watched this the practical effects are incredible as well and they are so visceral and real and they're just insane like how do you come up with any of the things that they do in this movie the thing phenomenal it's phenomenal um yeah it's I think I see it now. I, last time I spoke about it, I said, like, I'm not sure I see 100% what everyone else sees because everyone's like, it's like the best horror film ever made. And I'm like, it's really good, but is it there? And I feel like last night something clicked and I was like, yeah, this is here. This is like 
upper echelon horror. And this this could be creeping into my, my favourites. Um, yeah, absolutely phenomenal. And also, Kurt Russell. Who doesn't love a bit of Kurt Russell? Young Kurt Russell Kurt as well. Russell. Me. I John love you. John Carpenter Kurt seems to really like Kurt Russell. Who? John Carpenter seems to really like young Kurt Russell. He did. Uh, so next on my watch list, I'm going to rewatch Escape from Escape from New York soon. I've never watched any of the Escape movies. There's only two of them. Yeah, I've not watched either of them, and I know I should because like Snake Plissken is the basis for my, one of my favorite video game characters of all time with Solid Snake from Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm so I guess uh, wait for that review next week. Uh, if I, if I watch it, I might not. But anyway. I think that is going to do it for this week. Yeah. Um, thank you. Thank you to everyone for listening. Thank you, Mr. Alex Woods, all the way from Flat Moon. Um, where, where can the people You're find welcome. you? You're welcome. You can find me on Instagram at Flat Moon Band and on Twitter at Flat Moon Band and on our website, which is flatmoonband.com. <laughs> A lot of Flat Moon Band, right? It's not very hard. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. Thanks for having me. You pleasure. Very welcome, bro. You're very welcome. Um, also, thank you very much to our, our our wonderful producer, Mr. James O'Malley. Thank you. Yeah, I always like coming on and uh, and and talking about Marvel and everything and just geeking out with everybody. I love it. It's so good. It's where, so much fun. Where can the people find you? Uh just on Instagram at O'Malley himself right now. So, Fantastic. Uh, Fantastic. Hopefully, I'll have some other stuff coming up soon. I'm sure you will, my friend. And thank, thank you, you very much to my wonderful co-host, Mr. David French. Yo yo. Um you're 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 a wonderful slice of pie, David. Huh. That's a that's a way to describe me. It certainly Are you is. calling me a snack, Xander? A tasty snack, I hope. <laughs> and that's the end of this podcast. About, about two people will get that reference. I love it. Right. Yes, that is the end of this podcast. Next week, I think we've got a plan. Oh, we do have a plan, but it might change. So I'm going to talk to you guys about it afterwards. It might change, but we have a plan right now. And it's a fun one. So uh, stay tuned for that. Um, we will see you next week for, for that fun episode. Um, but until then, stay safe and don't create a multiverse, kids. Bye. <sighs> Bye-bye. Bye. I'm burdened with Bye. glorious purpose. Oh, no, you're not. You should choose your words more carefully. <laughs> ah. <laughs> ah! right we're done i'm gonna go to fucking sleep